This podcast is recorded on stolen land. We acknowledge and pay our respects to our elders, past, present, and for future generations. Hi, I'm Matika. And I'm Courtney. And we're two queer First Nations women passionate about representation for our community. We created this podcast to share our stories. We want you to join us on the journey. You're listening to Coming Out Black. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Coming Out Black. Or welcome if actually if you're just jumping in in the middle of this. Why are you starting here? I don't understand what you're doing, but we're happy that you're here. Today we have a very exciting guest. Um, I'd love to introduce you to Jake Simon, a queer, First Nations, creative, all-round, boss bitch, sassy man. <laughs> lovely. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell everyone listening who you are, what you do. Thanks for having me on this show, love. Um, I've listened to a few apps mm-hmm. and I need to get up to speed so I, I can get up to the point to where it's relevant and recent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time someone goes to listen to the podcast, they're like, oh, wow, you have a podcast, I'll go listen. And I was like, bitch, don't start with the early episodes. I mean, like, they're good, but in terms of quality, like, listen to this. <laughs> we like a little ASMR. Someone's listening and they hate yes. that right now. But, like, the quality is obviously much nicer now than the early ones. But they're they're fun. They're, like, lovely memories. and We all have to grow in certain ways and forms. We? So, like, the studio we're in right now is just... It's uptown. It's black excellence. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> it's serving black excellence. It is. And it's painted black. So I love that. <laughs> um, also, I should introduce myself. Yes, you should. <laughs> Thanks for the little introduction. Yes, I am Jake Simon, proud where my beer pie man, um, living on Gadigal lands. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where where I is, that is up in the Port Stevens area from like Stockton all the way up to Foster Tari area. Um, so that's my mob. That's my people. I'm saltwater, freshwater. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we water people. We're salty <laughs> and fresh. <laughs> that's your, um, Tinder bio. Oh my God. <laughs> salty I should, and fresh. Yes. I need to change that now. Thank you. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah. so when did you move to Sydney then? So <clears throat> I moved to Sydney about... It's like four or five years. It's coming up. I don't know. I have to check when Facebook gives me a memory and then I'll know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but my cousin moved down here first and I f- was down here every weekend so we could go out. And I'm like, I'll just move here. So I did. And perfect. then, yeah, it was perfect. And um, I've been here ever since. I was in a Westie, you know, get the planes every six minutes flying over and have to stop a conversation. Classic. And when we had visitors, you know, they just kept talking. It's like, no, there's a rule. You just stop. Like, actually just shut yeah, up just for shut a second. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm um, over my little bubble over in, like, Erskineville. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's leafy. It's green. There's puppy dogs everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Close to the Impy? Yes. It's literally, like, up a road around the corner. Yeah. Love that for you. It's all right coming home, mm-hmm. like, because it's all downhill. <laughs> when you're at the MP, you can be like, actually, I like I live not far away. Yeah, <laughs> my house is just down there. <laughs> can you walk me to the corner? <laughs> um, so the reason I wanted to have you on the podcast today is because we've actually been working with each other quite a bit more. Not only because you work at Black Aboriginal Corporation, which mm-hmm. I believe we've talked about before in the podcast, but also because you're an artist, um, and we've recently got you to start working on the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras 
Reconciliation Action Plan artwork. Hooray! Yes. That's really exciting. And so I thought it was a perfect opportunity to have you come on the podcast, tell a bit about it, your story, but also just talk about um, your creative process and what it's mm-hmm. like being a queer First Nations artist in this space. Yep. So when did you first get started with art? Did it start with painting or drawing or digital? So... Um... I think my first fascination with, like, art and stuff was, like, I was only probably about six or seven, and my mum was doing this printing class, like, screen printing Mm -hmm. with um, this local artist, and she gave me a purple shirt, and I had an echidna on it. And then, like, I'm like, I love echidnas. And um, I remember that shirt. Like, I wish I still had it. Um, It wouldn't fit, but, you know, like... (laughs) (laughs) For mems. Yeah, for mems, yeah. (laughs) And, um... Just growing up, you know, as always, like, would have, like, painting things at school and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if the topic was traditional arts, you know, the whole class just turns around and looks at you. Mm. And it's just like, okay, well, you can look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but then um, it sort of evolved over the years. It wasn't so much I put, like, a lot of time. It was just like, oh, I just want to paint. Mm-hmm. Like, it just came out. I just wanted to feel it. And then um, before I moved to Sydney, I did a huge mural in my mum's garage Oh, wow. Yeah, it was cute. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to get some paint, paint in the garage, because I was living in the garage. Like, everyone's had that time when they've lived in their parents' garage. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah. So I did that, and then I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, now paint over it. Oh, <laughs> she's like, get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, you've done your thing. <laughs> okay, move on. Um, yeah, and then so when I moved to Sydney, I moved into a really creative house. And my mate there, Jess, she's so creative. Um, he's probably on know her. Little shout out to Nungla Creative, mm-hmm. um, and like she, she does all different mediums, paint, digital, and then I like was doing little paintings in the house. It was really cute, and then um, I started mucking around on the iPad mm-hmm. um, in that digital space, and I love it because it's just like tap tap gone. Like yeah, you totally. can edit stuff so quickly. I'm mm-hmm. just like with paint, you're like fuck. I gotta let it dry. Yeah, and um, if you fuck up, like you can't <laughs> do anything about it. No. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying starting to get to know, like digital art as some, we were talking before we started recording and then I was like such a fucking snooty <laughs> teacher's pet as a kid and my mum was always like she always thought I was going to be an artist like the first drawing that I ever did was on a Macca's napkin or that this is what she tells me mm-hmm. this is the story yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> of an artiste <laughs> uh was on the back of a Macca's napkin in a blue pen and she has it framed at home because she was like you're gonna be an artist everyone knows your last name Matika you've got uncles who are artists like whatever it is um and so I grew up with that like inflated ego of like oh I'm an artist mm-hmm. and whenever I, it was just in primary school we do art projects and I'd like put my hand in the air and be like sir could you please tell the other students not to ask me to help them with their artwork? <laughs> I only have 10 fingers to do finger painting and there's 20 kids in the class. <laughs> or, like, or we'd play Mr. Squiggle a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and everyone would be like, wow, Matika, you're so good at Mr. Squiggle. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then in recent years, I've like returned to, now that I'm dating Tegan and she's much more creative than I was at the time, I've like returned to being a really artsy, creative person. Like I make rugs now and I do yes. water painting and stuff like that. So it's been nice to sort of like not be such a douchebag about like enjoying art now. Mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> so, like who, who, whose hand? Are they going to put your hand up to who now? And we're like, no, I can't. No one wants me to do any art with them. <laughs> But when did you, I guess, start taking art seriously and think, hey, I, I think I might want to, like, start a business here? Mm-hmm. So um, 
I think a lot of stories in the last two years, are, like things have developed through lockdown. When we went into the first lockdown, um, you know how people get those little like, what's my hobby going to be? What's my hobby going to be and whatnot? <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm going to take some money out of my super and pay Ooh. for some electronics. So she brought an iPad mm-hmm. and then I just started mucking around with it and then someone's like, oh, can you do a logo for us? I'm like, cute. So, like, Fun. that was my first little job. That's so awesome. Um, and then they told someone, they told someone, and then I did another artwork for, um, I think it was, like, a NADOC week thing and did lanyards for a business, mm-hmm. and they're like, cool, and then someone else, and then, like, it just, word of mouth kept getting around. That's great that it's, like, authentically grown. Yeah, it was, like, amazing. And, like, and it's gotten bigger since, like, in the last 12 months, mm. The stuff that I've been a part of art-wise has, I never thought, I'm like, oh, I never thought, oh, I've got a, I'm showing art somewhere next week or I'm launching my artwork that's part of a wrap for a huge business. Mm. And, you know, it's it's a bit mind-boggling because I'm more of a, you know, to the left in the shadows, give me that check. I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but now everyone's like, please tell us about the art. <laughs> yeah, now here I am on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this has happened, well, we've talked about wanting to have you on the podcast before anyway, yeah. but I just happened to be, oh, sorry, everyone. Courtney's not here today. Mm-hmm. She got pulled into a meeting. She says hi and she loves you all. Um, but Courtney was in town and she was like, oh, let's record a podcast. So I was like, oh, I'll text Jake and be like, are you doing anything tonight? Do you want to come record a podcast? Um, and that's just us. So, yay. Yeah. So um, I was on. I was planning to sit on the couch and eat like $40 worth of KFC. But, um, but this is, I'm doing this for your health. Yeah, I know. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah, close the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer statistic. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Inside jokes, guys. <laughs> Some white person's listening right now. They're like, I don't understand what's going on. Sorry, Becky. <laughs> um, okay, so it, it's it's blown up. Are you loving it? What do you think's contributed to that? Because I know uh, not only just because I'm me and obviously love queer uh, First Nations representation, but I also, of course, work at Mardi Gras mm-hmm. and spend a lot of time looking into First Nations talent, be they singers, DJs, artists, Mm -hmm. um, and trying to find queer First Nations artists because, of course, we want to have people from this particular community work on projects with us. There's, like, only a handful in there. So I'm sure, like, a a bunch of people are like, we really want to uplift artwork from this particular community. Do you think that's been part of it? Or do you think, like, people just really love your stuff and it's just grown? I think, like, now because I'm... I'm, like, past the point of, like, I know my worth. Mm. So, but prior to that, it was, like, you know, I couldn't pick and choose. And, like, I was just, like, yeah, just give me the money, give me the money. Oh, yeah. And, you know, filling those tokenistic gaps throughout the year for clients. But you I'm would like, do it, too, for a check? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. No. <laughs> um, so, past that point of, you know, knowing my worth and... um being in a position to pick and choose the clients, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really liberating mm. and um, it's such a great feeling to be in that position. But also, sorry, I'm off track with your question. Um, yes, in the space of art where it comes to black queer people. Do you think it's growing? It is definitely like growing. Do you think people really want it to grow? Yeah, because like working for an organisation and we're sorting out these artists mm. in these spaces, it's like, holy shit, there's a lot. Mm. Like, it's growing. And then I'm like, oh, my God, like, 
I didn't know that person was black and queer. I knew, mm-hmm. like, I knew they were black, but I didn't know they were queer. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. oh, that one, that person is queer. I didn't know they were black. Mm. And it's like, oh, shit, they were just coming out. Like That's great. Um, and it's so amazing. And you're seeing a lot more people sharing everyone's talents mm. and, like, just give, putting a spotlight on someone. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it a lot lately. Yeah. And I, I love that in our community in particular, the majority of the time we are all so happy to uplift one another. It's never like, oh, you do art and I do art or you have a podcast and I have a podcast so we can't talk to each other or whatever it is. Like we're, we know we're a small community and we're mm-hmm. stronger when we empower one another and collaborate and work with one another on like really amazing projects. That's like you I think, think, yeah, like you think in the, like Sydney, for example, like the queer community is so freaking small. Mm. It ain't six degrees of separation. It's like one (laughs) (laughs) and then you put it as like black queer then it's like zero minus two yeah (laughs) teeny tiny yeah um but no like the spaces um for queer black artists is like it's growing Mm -hmm. it's Um, expanding yeah and even like being like going to queer like creative spaces has opened up like i didn't even know they were there someone introduced me to them like holy shit like and now I'm part of that space. Mm. And also, like, there's artists unknown who some aren't really advertising that they're queer. They're just, like, a, you know, First Nations artist. Yeah, they're just, like, doing their thing. Yeah, and they do- don't feel like their sexuality has yeah. to come into it. Which is also, obviously, yeah. totally fine. Totally fine. Um, like, you know, you don't have to be in that box. No. And I think some people worry about putting themselves in that box. Mm-hmm. Like, I even I reflect on my career in general every single job I've ever had has been an identified role. Mm -hmm. And there was a period there where I was thinking of like, am I pigeonholing myself by going for these identified positions? Because I'm like good enough. You know, some people have the um, misconception that identified roles, um, you get it because it's an identified role. Mm -hmm. You don't get it because you're fantastic for the job. Yeah. and I was, like, really rebelling against that for a while. And I was like, should I go and, and work in a in a non-Indigenous space? But also, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I love working within and for community. So it makes sense that I would land in positions that are identified because I'm here and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to uplift community. I want to work with mob. So, of, of course, I'm, I'm not going to work for, like, a random bank that, <laughs> like, doesn't have an Indigenous program. That doesn't make sense for the kind of work that I try to do. But then and I like, think, yeah, hi, I'm, like, I'm the black girl. Oh. Yeah. The company. Yeah. No one wants that. And that <clears throat> and that reminds me of when you were talking about like being able to pick and choose what you do um, is a point that can be, I think, scary to get to. And I've seen it with like my public speaking work. Like when I started um, charging people for me to appear on panels, I was really nervous about it. And I like I 100% can guarantee you I'm definitely still underselling myself. Like when people ask, would you like to speak for this? And I'm like, is this a paid opportunity? Mm-hmm. And usually they're like, no. And I try and be like, well, look, I would usually charge X amount of dollars, but I'll do it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> because, again, I like I, I, I want a, a black person to be on that panel. I want a black person to be mm-hmm. where, whatever these spaces are that I'm being invited to. Um, but I think it's hard for mob when, like, you have that push and pull between I want us to have representation here, but I also deserve to be paid for the work that I do. Exactly. And I think that's a huge issue within the artistic space mm-hmm. and i think the message to take from this um everyone that's listening mm. um is 
know your fucking worth. Mm. Like, don't undersell yourself. Go for the maximum. Like, don't even go for, like, the coffee table or the cup on the coffee table. Go for, like, the fucking ceiling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Buy the room, bitch. Yeah, buy the room. <laughs> and then they'll talk you down. And then he's like, okay, what, well, you know, like, okay, we can agree on that because I was only going to charge you this much anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's good. That's pretty good. Did, yeah. you, did you just learn that because you're staunch in general or by having creatives around you, did you? Well, I've have, I have creatives around me and I've leaned – leaned I've lent on them <laughs> um and asked questions about you know this this and this and mm. it's like then then they ask me questions are you going to do this this and this and I'm like oh shit I didn't think I, of that yeah <laughs> so it's every time I'm asking I'm learning I'm learning I'm learning um but I think I've set a bar now like I said I can pick and choose that's good um, because if someone doesn't align with me then I'm just like I'm sorry it's out or like, so, yeah. I don't really say that I overcharged and then. <laughs> Charge <laughs> them what, double if you yeah. don't really like them that yeah. much. Because <laughs> I don't want to say no. <laughs> um, so I'm staunch in dollars. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But like, it's wonderful to see people in community like holding themselves to their worst and being like, no, because yeah, it's just, a, it's for me personally, it's something that I continue to struggle with a lot with the work that I do in community. Mm. Um, even with without podcast, like Courtney and I are always like, oh, should we like try and figure out a way? Like, oh, maybe we should apply for a grant or something. And we're always like between the do we try and create funds to do what we love and continue to create content for community when really this started recording on my phone and I was just doing it because I loved it. Mm-hmm. I will always continue to do it because yeah. I love it. But boy, oh boy, money sure does help me record shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure <does. laughs> <laughs> and if we want like those like high def audio, yeah. is that a thing? Yeah. See what you're hearing right now? <laughs> it's because Neil let us do this for free. <laughs> yes, and if Neil. I had, if we had to pay for studio space just to have a quality podcast, then like that's coming out of Courtney and I's pocket. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing of like you're buying um, equipment okay, yeah. to whether whether it be like physical painting drawing that sort of stuff or the ipad mm-hmm. and all of the systems that you use to yeah. make your art and like where's that coming from bitch my like, pocket exactly like we don't want any creative to have to do this and i'm sure neil um i only say neil because i can literally see him through the window <laughs> sorry everyone if you don't know who neil is go listen to the other podcast episodes <laughs> <laughs> um as a musician same thing like booking space Uh, Mm -hmm. so I think it extends to anyone within a creative field who's making anything to be able to like put ourselves what's the word I'm thinking of to be able to like show ourselves that we're worth something yeah and on that too I would probably mention you know if you have a skill set or you have a hobby that you enjoy and you want to start making money off it don't be scared to do it Mm. Um, yeah, there are costs involved eventually. Like, you know, there were saying more money, more problems. Yeah. But like, <laughs> um, like for example, you know, I didn't realize the costs in taxes when you get over a oh threshold. Oh my God, right? Taxes, um, your own super, insurance, all the programs you use, like in Adobe, Adobe's not freaking cheap. Um, you know, things like that. And if, you know, I fall asleep with my iPad on my bed and I flick the doona in the middle of the night and the iPad goes flying. I'm like, if I break it, I'm like, like ah. you know. <laughs> There's, you know, stuff like that you don't think of. But, the like, as you get more busier, the costs go up. But, like, yes. you'll be making more money, so it'll be right. But at yeah. the start, like, don't forget, get just do it. it. Yeah, get your head around it. You'll be right. Just um, dive in the deep end. Mm. Like, just do it. 
Um, don't be scared to follow your dreams. Oh my god, that's so wow. gay. <laughs> that's so gay. We're so inspirational. <laughs> Just like dropping facts every day on this podcast. Someone's gonna like um, make you know those Instagram things where it's like a beautiful photo in the background. It's like the quote across. <laughs> yeah. What's this, um, that guy? Who's that chubby guy? On um. Anyways, like there's that photo of him like looking up to the sun and the clouds, and he's always like, and then we're like my first day of my diet or something like <laughs> like I just oh, ate yes. veggies or something. Oh, my god. Is it Will Pharrell? No, not him. Um, oh, that's a singer. Oh my god, he's got like the husky voice. Yeah, I know exactly. And he what laughs you're like, about. <laughs> like oh. he's, he's in. All- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, he's got that like distinct laugh. He's in all of those comedy shows. Like Zach, Zach and Miriam make a porno. He's the guy in that. I don't. Oh god, we're gonna remember this <laughs> yeah. after recording. Someone tell us. <laughs> um, so your would you call it a business? Would you call it an organization? Like, in your dot, like, tell oh, us about yeah. how we got to that name, because I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, if you don't already follow me, it is at, on Instagram, it's in your dot art. Mm-hmm. Um, in so your what? In my dot. <laughs> I'm in my dot. In your dot. In your dot. <laughs> um, it's, I'm, I was looking back on my Instagram, and it went back to, like, seven years when I put up the first couple of, like, little paintings. Wow. And I named it In You Dot Art. And I was like, haha, like this is funny. Well. <laughs> yeah. And then um, it's just gone from there. And I think also it's a good little giggle to myself when, you know, like white people have to say it. Yes. It's hilarious. And also they might not like kind of understand the lingo of like why mm. that's a bit funny. Yeah. Like they get it though. Like you can tell they get Do it. Do they? Yeah, and then, like, some of them try and, like, put a spin on it and, like, sound French or something when they say it. I'm just like, no, it's Enya, not <laughs> not Enyoda or something. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's I love that. It's fucking hilarious. Um, so, like, um, for example, today I did a launch um, with one of my artworks in a rap and I was being interviewed and the lady who was interviewing me kept saying in your dot and then I could see her smiling <laughs> and the guy like the sound guy was like ch- like smirking as well and I'm just like all right just stop saying the name I'll say it um because I can compose myself but when someone else mm-hmm. says it it's different <laughs> yeah. I love it yeah. and I feel like it gives it it's aligned with the energy that you give as a person like it's funny it's playful um and of course like you want that mirrored within your business as well yeah and it's like a it's like a like lingo yeah. that we use as blackfellas. Totally. Whereas like, in your dot, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so it's just like, that's it. That's it. Like, it's got nothing to do with like dot painting or anything. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's just the thing, you know? <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. so fun. So you've got some really exciting things coming up. Tell us a bit about all of the the things that you're juggling. So, um... Because we're just coming out of Reconciliation Week. Mm-hmm. We're coming up to NAIDOC Week. So, you know, it's very, very busy in that space. Um, but once that cools down, then um, I've got a couple of things that we'll be launching leading up to World Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch this space. I, yeah. I can't deal. Like, it's blowing my mind that I'm even a part of this. Um, there are two things. One thing um, 
is very close to home. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is next level. Um, I can't wait for it to drop because I'm going to share the shit out of it. Yeah. And, when and it we'll comes, share it as well, yeah. obviously. We'll be like, do you remember that episode we listened to when he said something was happening? This was it. <laughs> and in saying that, like, if you just want to purchase some stuff off me now before, mm-hmm. you know, that name goes, like, in the sky. That, that price goes up. up. <laughs> <laughs> so hit me up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, watch this space. A lot's happening. I'm really excited. Be on that journey with me and um, be a part of it. All right. Thank you so much for having an amazing chat with me. I really love digging into Indigenous startup, business, creative, and just like holding ourselves where we should be, which is at the top. And I think that you do that every single day in the work that you do. So where can people find you? Just your website, Instagram, all those sorts of things. You want to drop your number? Sure. So... um, (laughs) She's currently single. Um, <laughs> uh, website is inya.art.com. Rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, there's still some things that need to be uploaded, so just watch this space. Mm-hmm. Same with Instagram. It's at inya.art. They're the two main platforms. Um, follow me. You have any of my artworks that you may purchase at a show, you know, put it out there, plug it tag me, whatevs, do yeah. your thing. Because everyone that's listening right now and has anything of mine or is going to get anything of mine before the end of the year, you can say, I knew him when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Hashtag in your dot. Like, do you remember we had you on the podcast? Yeah. Before you were too much of a celebrity to talk to me anymore. <laughs> uh, you can call my people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can follow us at Coming Out Black B L A K on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. Look, I'm going to be honest, we don't really use it, but it's there if you want to go. Um, and you can also, of course, follow me or Courtney. Um, our Instagrams are in our Insta bio. Oh, also, if you want to send us an um, email, you can go to comingoutblack at gmail.com and tell us that you want to be on the podcast. Um, all right, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>